Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. How's Kat feeling today? Good. Can I tell you something? And you won't get mad at me. Hey, man, my wife sets me up like this all the time, and then it's usually a giant expense. What'd you spend? Nothing. Okay. You know how I haven't really given it my all before the show? I've been watching the Eagle Cam for Big Bear Valley, and uh, you just... Are they having babies? No, they just... You're just watching an eagle? Yeah. Do nothing? Uh, no, they are having babies. So oh. the, the two that live in this nest are named Shadow and Jackie. Okay. And so Shadow... Are eagles monogamous? Do they stay with a partner their whole life? I don't know. I don't know. But they have two eggs. And Jackie, of course, has been doing all the work keeping them warm. Like a woman should. Shadow comes back and I've been putting voices to them. (laughs) (laughs) You just made me spit coffee up through my nose. So I know you've been asking me questions and I I say, huh? That's because I'm busy over here. (laughs) What do the the voices sound like in your head? So what what does Jackie sound like? Where have you been, Shadow, all day? And he's like, listen, I've been scouring for food. What have you even been doing? And she can't say watching TV or anything. She's literally growing children. And she's like, well, I've just been sitting here all day. Can I please just have some minutes to myself? So then he hops on the eggs. And then she... Does flies really? off. Does he really? Yeah. Like the 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 male eagle will sit on the egg. Yeah. Um. And and they act so busy, you know, but they're not busy. Like he, so for some reason, like he's oh, off I, at work. Something was bothering him at the back of the nest, and so he got up and like fluffed it with his beak. Like it didn't have to be done. I'm sure. It just he just did it. But like a guy, always just taking care of the home. Yeah. Don't get off the eggs, she says, when she leaves. Don't get off the eggs. And all he does is get off the eggs. <laughs> so if these babies don't make it, it's Shadow's fault. And Jackie's going to be Leave him alone. He's playing pool, <laughs> drinking whiskey, stuff like that. So I apologize, but I mean, it's pretty fascinating. It's It sounds great. It's, it's real life. Like, you think you live real life? You don't. Like, these people, these people, in my head, they're people, yeah. Shadow and Jackie, but these God, eagles, you're a mess. they are out in the elements, man. Their nest is filled with snow. And that's it. That's all I got going on So that's, that's your weirdness. <laughs> Yesterday, yeah. I, I saw something. So I had this this weird moment. So uh, Nolan gets done with school at three, and my wife goes, hey, you know what? I got to run some errands real quick. I'll, I'll pick him up. I go, great. Uh, and so I'm, I'm sitting on the couch, and I really didn't have anything going on. And uh, I had already got my workout in, and I wasn't going to take a nap because it's just it didn't feel right. And you know the Bring Me the News uh, Facebook page? Yeah. Right? I see it, and they made the announcement. In the studio, real quick, guys, in the studio, we always have a TV on. And we usually have it on Channel 9 because uh, Alex Candle's a dime. And uh, But there's a, a, a girl on the morning news called, Han- her name is Hannah Flood. Right, she's the chick with the long, straight blonde hair, or the okay. short, straight blonde hair. And they had made the announcement that she just got a promotion, and that they're bringing on another reporter, so she's going to become saw more of that a fixture. Last night. So I see it on Bring Me the News, and I start. I just looked at the comments because I was like, "Oh, congratulations! This is a good upgrade, right?" Like yeah. I think she's a pretty talented person. Congratulations, Hannah's the best. Hannah's the best. I love watching Hannah. She's great. All these comments. Congrats to Hannah, and welcome. I think it's Sequan or Saquon, uh, and then. This one woman on there, her comment, not a fan of Miss Flood, so this doesn't thrill me. <sighs> so I private messaged her. I said, why are you such a miserable hag? You messaged yeah, her? Yeah, I messaged her on Facebook. I put, why are you such a miserable hag? Yeah. And she went off. 
She dug into my profile. She said our radio station's stupid. She said only idiots really? listen to us. She, I mean, it was this list of, like, she has no idea who I am, right? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe you think you know who I am by listening to the show. But I, for sure, I have no, no idea who this woman is. But when you just make a comment, not thrilled about this, how does it even impact you? How does it impact you? Yeah. So I called her a miserable hag, and then she went off like this giant <laughs> miserable. <laughs> she went, she went on this just giant uh, like list of reasons my life should suck. Wow! And how nobody likes us and blah blah. I mean, it was great. Like, Did you see where she lived? Did you creep on her I, page? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't creep on her page at all. I just called her a miserable hag because oh. if you say something about somebody you don't know, you're a miserable pos. That's yeah. it. You got you. Your misery is contagious and it's cancerous. And I just just felt like reaching out and calling her a hag, and it felt oh. so good. Wow. And I usually don't call people names that I don't know. Yeah. But I just reached out. Her name was Laura, and I called her a miserable hag. And then she went off. She dug in and went off. I'm going to be honest. And I'm I not, laughed. I'm not big on change, and I like who I have right now, but Saquon has a very nice face. She looks very friendly. Yeah. Where's she from? Like, where's she hail from a different news station? Zero idea. Okay. Uh, so today, th- that's basically what happened in our lives yesterday. Cats watching <laughs> Eagles. I'm uh, fighting with people on Facebook. Uh, remember, it's like three months ago, we were talking on the show about Costco vodka basically being Grey Goose relabeled. Yeah, it was my brother's post. He put it next to my niece, and it was as big as she. So was. my wife goes to Costco the other day, and she comes home with a bottle of the the Kirkland vodka. Yeah, and she's like, "It's like Grey Goose." I bet I heard it's like Grey Goose. I go, "You heard that on my show, Trisha?" <laughs> and like she was, she was trying to be all proud. I go, "That was on our show." Yeah. And uh, and she said when she was in line buying it, the woman behind her says, "It's better quality, so you don't get a hangover." Oh, wow. No, no, so this is where this is where science JJ says y- y'all are dumb because a hangover doesn't come from bad quality booze. Of it's, course it does. No, 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 no. A hangover is a dehydration of the brain. It's a dehydration of the body and a swelling of the brain. Let, real quick, will you just Google what is a hangover? I mean, other than feeling less than good. Yeah. The reason you feel less than good is because of the dehydration, right? Um, it says a hangover is a group of unpleasant signs and symptoms that can develop after drinking too much alcohol. But what's the sign? I, I know what it is, but what, what is the, the main si- cause the scientific of a is it's gotta be the effect of ethanol, the alcohol in your drinks. So nowhere. That's, you- that's exactly what that woman said to your wife. Because there's less ethanol in a good quality liquor. It's a toxic chemical that works in the body as a diuretic, which means you're dehydrated. It makes you pee more and you can become dehydrated as a result. It's the dehydration and then the brain reacts to it that gives you the hangover. So here's my theory. It doesn't matter what quality booze you drink. If you drink enough of it and urinate enough, you're going to be dehydrated. Right. There. Okay. So th- I just wanted to put that to I bed. I just want more of a pleasant experience. If I'm going to drink alcohol, I want it to. I I'm don't like, like to taste my alcohol, by the way. I don't like to know that there's alcohol in my drinks. So I if like you have a good drink and you don't taste it, you can still not get know it where my over. bra is. So. Fair enough. Life goals. Can you help me?
favorite parts of our show. It's the OPP segment, Other People's Problems. When you've got an issue, we'd be happy to bring it to the radio because uh, we probably need therapy more than we can offer therapy. So if you've got something that's going on and you want to toss it out to the audience, we'd be more than happy to have you on the show. Shelby, grateful for your text and for your phone call. Again, we know a little. Tell everybody the whole situation here, please. Yeah, so I have a group of, like, four friends, and we always go out together. Um, and, you know, it's usually just the four of us, not, like, cross-friending, I guess. Okay. cross-friending. And uh, the last couple weeks on Venmo, I've seen them, like, paying each other for things like sushi and pasta. And they all went to a comedy show, all four of them. And, like, these two went and uh, had coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, what the f- going on? Well, but I feel weird because, you know, it's like I'm being snoopy but am i because it's a public forum they're like all publicizing yeah on venmo this is interesting because they don't expect that you're seeing this but they're being very cavalier with the fact that they're excluding you yeah and you know what you're not crazy because last year i kind of had the same feelings so i always bring liam and friends to do fun things all the time and I noticed on some people's Venmos that they were like taking each other's kids. I had to talk myself off a ledge because I'm like, maybe they just didn't want to hang with my kid that day. But it's like you're taking other kids places and putting like a little, you know, pizza or this is for so-and-so's ticket to get in here. And I'm like, what the age? So, so what do you, I mean, do you want to con- confront them? I mean, or are you just like, uh, is this even my business? Well, that's what I'm, should I? I that's what I wanna, yeah. wanted to talk about. So like, should I confront them? I appreciate it. So let's do this. You're Shelby. Do you confront your friends knowing they've been kind of going out without you? Or do you just let this sit? What would you do? I actually... I would, I would confront. No, I would, wouldn't. I would text one of them and say, "Listen, is there something going on? Did I do something to upset the apple cart? Because I'm not being invited to any of these places." Yeah, I would look really desperate. Like, but if these are your good girlfriends, wouldn't you want to know? I would make up about a dozen other fake Venmo accounts, and I would start Venmoing money to myself. <laughs> <laughs> making it look like I had a whole lot of fun without them. Laughing and That's what I, Oh, my God. That was the greatest <laughs> night ever. You guys are the yeah. best friends in Epic. the world. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Everybody! Talk about an audience divided. This, I, I, I thought most people would just say, let it be, let it fester. We've got more people that are confrontational this morning than I thought. So to recap real quick, we have a listener named Shelby. Yep, and she messaged us and we said, come on and talk about your Venmo situation. What she's noticing is like she has a good core group of girls, four of them or so, and she has noticed on Venmo over the last couple of weeks that they have been paying each other for fun outings. So like they went to sushi and then she said, I think coffee and then noodles or whatever. And then they went to a comedy show without her, without her. So her question is, should I ask if something is wrong? Why am I not being invited to these fun outings or what's going on? Peyton says, call them out. Um, Gina or Jenna says, I agree with JJ. What'd you say? Don't call them out. Well, Just no, I, said, I said, listen, create about a dozen different Venmo oh, yeah, accounts yeah. and then Venmo 
yourself, but make it look like you are having the most fun with a whole bunch of other friends. Uh-huh. That'll get them good. Listen, Megan, I'm going to change my answer. My answer was text one of them and say what's going on. I want to go with yours. She said, I would comment on the Venmo transaction. Yum. I love sushi. Let me know next time you're going to go. That is like. That might be an, the best answer. That's the biggest I see you out there. And then you can just say, no, I try. I tr- I truly love sushi. I, I'm so glad you guys had a great time. You know what's going to happen? Oh, we tried calling you. Oh, you didn't get our text. They're gonna yeah, come, right. Somebody's going to come up with some BS answer, but that might be the best. Megan, I think you get the gold star today. If you comment, I love sushi, let me know. Because you're right, because you're not too intrusive. Yeah. And you're not too begging, but you're just like, make sure and include me. That's a tough spot, though, too, because I think you're right when you said you want to know if you did something that would, you know, kind of kick you out of the clan. Yeah, like, do you have to say sorry for something or do you have to explain something? And it could be a simple conversation, then you're back in. So I'm looking as uh, as we brought this up, I'm looking at, uh, you know, my Venmo this morning and I've got people giving each other money for the fun they're having in Belize. Uh, I, I have uh, this one, just food, tickets, girl fun. Fun stuff, birthday present, good luck today. Go to Starbies. Oh my uh, god! I mean, it's 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 kind of fun to a burrito last Wednesday. Uh, like everyone people, on my Venmo is just eating pizza all the time. This one is uh, from Stacy to Darcy for loving me in twenty three. Yeah. Well, you sound like that's prostitution. Oh my god, we know all the same people because uh, I'm reading all of those. Thing. Don't worry, be happy. Chairs, Target, dance, January phone, <laughs> breakfast. Spotify. Yeah, phone. I got a lot of people. Fo- I see a puppy. Someone no. paid. I bet they dog sat. Maybe. Fantasy football, pizza. Yep. Chase, Chase Freedom Unlimited. Okay. Inspection. Inspection. Mm. They're kind of fun to go through these, but yeah, I think uh, best bachelor party ever. Ooh. Yeah. It is a big deal, and I know where Liam goes to school at Becker. It's very important that coaches. They keep their wits about them. Do not talk to the refs in a poor way because they are so few and far between. Like people don't want to ump. They don't want to ref anymore because of how nasty parents can get, coaches can get. And this announcer, he wanted to put everybody in the stands in their place. Dude was done. uh, Yeah, I know. Liam had not the best interaction with uh, Ref this past tournament. And still, I said, you go up and you give him some knucks. And it is what it is. You know, we need those people so you can play this game. The other part, though, is people in general are soft. Now, when I was in college, I was umpiring town team baseball games, over 35 baseball games. Uh, Legion games, stuff like that. Yeah. I had brutal parents. You know what I did? I laughed about it. You sucked it up. I've, I I approached them in between innings. Yeah. Part of it is, is we all get so hurt by words. Mm. Part of it is toughening up a little bit too. But uh, hey, same thing. Unless you're ready to put the stripes on. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I'm very happy that this girl did what she did. Some girls just, they 
take uncomfortable situations and we just push them way down south. And when she was on Zoom with a bunch of these male reps, she saw on accident, I guess, somebody switched over that they were saying just like kind of disgusting things about her. She's a very beautiful woman. First of all, if we're going to continue working together, I want to work with a woman sales representative because I don't want to have to see locker room talk about myself when you're sharing screens. I know that was a mistake, but I, I don't no, want to no, see. Inexcusable. I just don't want to well, see have... like locker room talk about myself. So if we could. Yeah, we have a couple of really good RSMs actually that you'll be able to work with. So okay. 100% completely understand and that's inexcusable. They share the screen. It should be talked So about. like they were, they were saying that she was like a hottie. Is that yeah, what the like, was? Oh, uh, yeah. you know what? If I had her alone. And it's just like, listen, everybody talks that way. If somebody's attracted to somebody, but you just leave it out of the business call. Maybe go out for cocktails and be like, God, that girl was hot. Was she not hot? Girls do that all the time. Problem was he is, not hot? The problem is it happens to her all the time. Like if that was happening, if, if I was on a Zoom call and yeah. somebody shared their screen, they'd be like, look at him. He's good looking. I'd be like, hey, go back to that screen real quick. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Because it never happens to me. I know. That's the problem is when it happens to you all the time, you get sick and tired of it. Uh, trust me. I know. Mm. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. So much speculation with uh, us teasing this email that we got from Josh. During the show yesterday, and uh, he says, hey, guys, thought you might find this funny and strange. I work with this woman. She is so hot, like unusually good looking to be working where we work. And it's right down the road from the studio. But the thing is, she always has a toothpick in her mouth from the moment she gets there until she leaves. She'll take it out when she drinks coffee and then put a new one in. The guys that I work with say that it would not be a deal breaker for them. But I don't know if I could get used to that. Like... Is it an all-day thing? Why so many questions is how he ended his email to us. Well, one, Josh, do you even have a chance with her? Why even explore that in her mind, in your mind? Why would you ever tell someone they don't have a chance? What is wrong with you? I don't know. Odds are he doesn't. Wow. You're brutal. You're very, very mean. You don't even know this man. I know that was really mean. But he probably doesn't have a chance with her. If she's so unusually good looking, odds are she just wants to work somewhere, make some money, and then she'll be gone. Maybe this is just a stepping stone for her. I think, I think maybe, you know, a lot of people have stuff in their mouth like gum or like a straw if they're trying to diet. Maybe. That could be one reason. Jose, why, why do you think she's got this toothpick in her mouth all the time? You know, I think she's thinking about him. Really? Oh, <laughs> I hope not. All right, all right. Well, then, so he should be looking for a date. So maybe she's, like, trying to flirt with him through her oral fixation, maybe? Maybe she's a, maybe she quit smoking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, but okay. just trying to say something funny for the radio. Yeah, all right, keep trying. Uh, thanks. <laughs> funny. Uh, all right. Wh- wh- why? This is, uh, I got time to take a couple of calls on this. What was the first thought that went into your head? Why? I, I wh- thought the dieting right away. Really? That's a diet technique is to just chew on a toothpick all the time? Sure, or just to have some gum in your mouth or something to make you feel like you're chewing on food. It is an odd hot chick combination, right? Can we just all agree on that? Yeah. Scorching hot girls you don't normally see 
with a toothpick in their mouth at work all day. Yeah. So wh- why do you think this is? I want to take calls on this real quick. Will you holler at us? His name is Josh. He doesn't work too far from us. And he sent us this quick email. You want to recap this real quick? Yeah, he says, hey, guys, thought you might find this funny and strange. I work with this woman who is so hot, unusually good looking to be working where we work. The thing is, she always has a toothpick in her mouth from the moment she gets to work until she leaves. She'll take it out to drink coffee and then she'll put a new one in. The guys that I work with say it would not be a deal breaker for them. I don't know if I could get used to that. Like, is it an all-day thing? Why? I have so many questions. Melissa texted in, she's surely a former man. What? No way. You know who I think of? I think of, um, is it Bud from Uncle Buck or whatever, where he gets a toothpick oh, stuck? No, it's and the, it's one of his bowling it buddies. It's one of his bowl. They're yeah. at the bowling alley. And it, I think the guy's name is Pal. Is it Pal? Or pal, yeah. He goes, I could be a pal. pal. Yeah. yeah. And he's flipping the toothpick around in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> When I when I picture her doing that, Jake, why why is this going on, man? Yeah, who cares about a damn toothpick? If she's hot, she could have a turd in her mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'd be okay with someone with a turd in their mouth? If she's hot, hell yes. Okay, all right now. Why do you think she's chewing on this thing though? On the on the flip side, why do you think she's chewing on it? Well, unless like smoking is like a huge. I'm sure she's a former smoker or like cats that maybe dieting. You know, there's something about this that's just. Odd enough, where I don't, I don't know if I believe the oh, diet or she the could be smoking. Drooling all over and wiping it off, and <laughs> she still looks good. What the hell? We've got everything from the biggest knuckle draggers in the world to educated, smart people like the other cat over here thinking this. What is it called? Pika. Pika. Right? Is that what it is? People that usually have to have it something in their mouth or chewing on something. My brothers have it. That's why, like, that's my first thought when I think of somebody having something in their mouth and constantly chewing on it. Yeah. I thought pica was you just, you eat anything. Like, you would eat not just food, but you would eat a candle. I think that's what it is, too. Is it, or is it just Yeah, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, sometimes with a, like, a less severe case, it's just chewing on stuff. That's because that's what my brothers are like. Okay. Like, they don't eat random things. They just chew on, like, everything. That's what that could be it. I mean, it's pica. Yeah. Um, could be... Or we're just diagnosing this poor girl that just wants to have a toothpick in her mouth. About four minutes ago, Kat stands up and I'm like just updating our social media stuff. And she goes, well, and this wedding of your cousin is going to be when? It is May 5th. All right, May 5th. Cat's cousin's getting married. Do you have to fly out to New Hampshire? Well, I have to fly into Boston, actually. Okay. On Friday the 5th, and then the wedding is on the 6th, and then we leave on the 7th. I'm bringing my dad. It's his nephew. How close are you to your cousin? So when we have our reunions, it's like we're so thick. We're thick as thieves, okay? And But then, like, we don't see each other for, like, two years. This isn't the one that said, hey, if we weren't related, we would. That's a second cousin. Okay. This is the first cousin. And that's a no go for that's sure. That's a no for you. go. We All don't right. talk to each other like that when okay. we're first cousins. Just in case. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like tallying up everything. I'm taking my dad. He's going to, I'm I'm obviously just going to cut the price in half. He's going to give me my money. Okay. So she's lining but, up money and she's got, she's got credits to use and they're splitting <laughs> a verbo and stuff like that. And so she goes to me, she's like, I'm probably $500 in. And that's, I mean, that's, Cheap, right? I mean, I think that's on the cheap if you're it's only spending It's going to be an in, inexpensive trip. Like but the Verbo is going to be so cheap. Here's where this took a turn. And I actually had some, I was drinking <laughs> out of my water bottle and had some of it come up my nose. 
She's like, well, what do you think I should get for a gift? Because I feel like I'm the gift. And I went, you've <laughs> got to be kidding me. I just think you have, I would require nothing from somebody that will be traveling. Like if I were to drive, it'd be 21 hours. Like this is a long ways to go I for a wedding. I just went through this. I flew across the country. <laughs> That's your And then sister. drove five hours. It's still a That's destination wedding. I haven't seen Will in two and a half years. Then why are you even going? I met her once. Because I need a lobster roll in my life. I've never had an East Coast lobster roll. I like when all of us get together because we have drinks, we have fun. My dad really wants to go. I don't think my dad has been on an airplane in probably 20 years. Well, okay. So first off, you got to get him something that travels easy. So anything that's bigger than your luggage is out. So I thought we'd use this just real quick. This is a guy you haven't seen in how long? Like two and a half years. First cousin, two and a half years, destination wedding, you're already in $500. As you're hearing this, what would be a perfect wedding gift? Give me one or two things that he's into. What does he do for a living? I have no idea. You don't even know what he does? I don't know what she How does. How about that? Uh, I don't know what he does. I, I love him like he's my cousin, you know, but. You love him like a cousin, huh? I love him like a cousin. <laughs> Not a Stern's cousin, a cousin. But I just don't know. Is it. Could I just give 50 bucks yeah, and that would be okay? That's it. I think cash is king here. Okay. And that's well, not cheap of me the because only, the it's only not other, cheap to do what we're doing. The only other thing that's cool is if there's something from around here that you can give to him that's part of your culture. Like, like what's, a what's, Minnesota-shaped charcuterie board? Yeah, no, may, or a maybe. couple that likes yeah. to host? But okay. well, they play cribbage. You get one of those nice Minnesota wooden cribbage boards like that, something like that. Yeah, sure. Get them some t-shirt, t shirts. Yeah, sure. Oh, you betcha. Yeah. You're, or the, you're the married, t-shirts you betcha. The t shirts that's got the Minnesota and then uh, over the Twin Cities is the heart. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Uh, they'll never wear them, but I mean, well, I don't How even many know. times will you say oofta during your marriage? <laughs> I don't know. I think 50 bucks. I thought this fine. would be the perfect thing. If you want to text real quick, what would be a good idea? And Kat's going to, she she got till May to figure this out. I just can't believe you're going to New Hampshire for a wedding for somebody you haven't seen in years. I know, that would but be it's going to be no beautiful. God, I hope it rains. It's the wow. KCLD Playhouse. I think that would be so funny. You standing there in the rain with your oofter shirt. Pretty good odds that it will. Hey, Will. How's it going? And, then what if, and what if he doesn't recognize you? That's even better. And you are on there the are, bride side. There's a good odd there that my uncle won't recognize me, his dad. Like, I've seen him, I don't know. A dozen times in my life. So if you got a suggestion, uh, text it to us at 251-1047. Real quick, remember when we were talking about the um, the love sack couches before and yeah. how expensive they were? Pam hit us with a message on our Facebook page saying, uh, I know you guys were talking about it. I know they're expensive. They are so worth it. Currently listening to you on the app. Uh, we have the bean bag. I want the bean bag. And the couch. And I said, which one's better? She said, I love the couch. When my husband gets his bad headaches, he can jump on the bean bag. It forms to his body. And he wakes up feeling a whole lot better. Okay, nice. They have jo- the super sack. Jody says, bring them KCLD t-shirts. <laughs> I should. Facebook message, wedding gift cat. Go to Yankee Candle. You can specialize a candle. Put a pic of them from their engagement pics. Oh, that's Or words cute. to say congrats with love from Minnesota to New Hampshire. Aww. Jessica, that's you're so really thoughtful. Cute. She's not going to do it, though. It's just too much work. You can tell with that long pause. She's not going to do it. (laughs) I love the ideas. I'm actually going to do that for myself. That's really cute.
But not for your cousin who's not, getting married. No. That just seems like that. way too much work. Will you do me a quick favor? And I asked Kat during uh, the last song to come up with five adjectives for her loving, caring, adorable husband, Derek. Were you able to do that? Yes. And okay. you uh, just said two of them. So you want, oh, okay. you yeah, give, me your, give me your five adjectives. These five words best describe Kat's husband, Derek. I'm going to say funny. Just ask him. Okay. <laughs> kind. Very kind to the people he likes. Thoughtful, loving, and selfless. He truly is. He'll like do everything for me and Liam and then think about himself last. Okay. Which I love. I, I can't disagree with any of those words. My follow-up question then is, if you look at all five of those adjectives, mm-hmm. has he grown into those or was that the man you married? That's the man I met from the get-go. He was very selfless. So, Give me them all real quick one more time. Funny, kind, thoughtful, loving, selfless. I would like to now take you back All right. to my Facebook memory of 10 years ago today. Your husband messages me on Facebook. Okay. Dude, are you there? Please tell Kat to hop on Gmail chat. <laughs> I locked my keys, phone, and oh baby God. in a running car in the driveway. I'm waiting on a locksmith right now. He was... So panicked. Do you remember this day? Yes. I remember him standing next to the window watching Liam. And I think Liam was just staring back at him like, why are you looking at me from outside? Get in the car. He was so panicked. Do you remember that? And then he was like super sweaty. He ran over to our neighbor's house. And then he was like, oh, I need help. I need help. And she couldn't do anything for him. So what ended up happening? Did you leave the show? No. Uh, Locksmith got him into the house. He got a spare set of keys inside the house. So his options at the time were break a car window, break a house window. Yeah. So we didn't have a garage door code on our first house. It was just just a manual garage. Yeah. And then we never used the front door. And so that wasn't, we we would never like hide a key or anything like that. And so everything was on his keychain, and thankfully he had his phone. I locked my keys, phone, and baby in a running car in the driveway. <laughs> Tell Kat to hop on Gmail chat. <laughs> what What could I do for you? What could I do for you? Is that the most helpless he's ever been, do you think? No, I think being on Highway 10 with that oh, snowstorm when was he ran probably out of gas? in flip-flops and shorts. <laughs> and that's it. I think that he felt pretty helpless there because the car slowly got colder and colder. Have you ever found yourself in a situation like this where you locked your baby and your keys and your phone in the car? Nope. When do you get to speak at school? I am going at the end of this month and I do it like once or twice a year and I enjoy it. I bring t-shirts and they ask me questions. Oh, that's why. See, that's what I, I used to do this a lot. I mean, I would do this several times a year at different schools uh, because I knew so many teachers that my kids would have athletic stuff with and I never brought the t-shirts. I never brought goodies for them. I never, I didn't Why? even think about that. I never brought station swag because I would go in. It would, it was usually, uh, it would come like straight off a workout. I'd uh-huh. show up sweaty, looking horrible, you oh, know, that's show, nice. but, but the, the questions I got were always the same as like, do you know Snoop? Yeah. And stuff like that. They don't and, ask me that stuff because they don't know who Snoop is. <laughs> so like at this age, it's really funny. But yeah, I get to uh, go in and speak to a class and it's 
one of the, the main questions I get is how did you get into radio? Like, what would you encourage somebody to do? What route? So I said two things. Go ahead and you say your two. The, the, these are the recommendations I would give. Yeah. If somebody asked me today, what's the best route to get into radio and do what you do? Let's no, say they're a senior. You're talking uh, to number a senior. Number one, I would say go to college. Go to a four-year college. Okay. And here's why. Because if you don't get those years, like if you come straight out of high school, you got nothing to talk about on the radio. Like good radio content is when you hear about people's lives and you run adjacent to that or conflict with that. But you want to hear something interesting. You're 18 and you're straight out of high school. What's been interesting in your life? You know, what could could you share that is interesting? So I say go to a four-year school, get four years of seasoning, fun, life experiences, friendships, failures, uh, romantic escapades, whatever the deal is. So number one, go to a four-year college. Then number two, party, fail, and have fun. Those are things, if you think about the majority of the stuff that we talk about that's not our family life, uh-huh. it's failures we've had in life, things that we've learned to laugh about, experiences we've had in life, things that are going on in our lives. It's not, uh, so that that would that'd be number one. Go to a four-year college. I don't care what it is. Do not, and I would recommend, do not major in communications or broadcast journalism. Major in something that is not about radio because you don't want to go on the radio and talk about radio. That is very true. So, I mean, be an economics major, do uh, a psych major, whatever the deal is, and then party, fail, and have fun. Those are things that are fun to talk about on the radio. All of that is terrible advice. Uh, (laughs) So I would say if you're a high school senior, take those classes that are going to help you, like speech, or oh, media speech. classes. Did you take speech? I did take speech. I and I think zero like speech. take debate. All oh, we do is debate God. things. Do we not? I Any subject we talk about, we're debating right but it's now. it's not the way, you, it's not a debate. It's not like, no, no. It, it's all about horrible. listening to somebody what? and having a rebuttal. Exactly. Find somebody that took debate, by the way. And then also get an internship early. There you go. I learned everything earlier Six months earlier than I did at radio school. And I wouldn't say you have to go to a four-year. I went to an 18-month program in and out. And guess what? I jam-packed all of my my drama and crazy-ish that I did into 18 months. So and look what think happened. smarter, not harder. Did I ever tell you what I did in the parking lot? But yeah. Really okay. No. So, yeah. Those are my two Your bits of advice. so proud, I'm sure. Alex is a plumber. He said, get an apprenticeship immediately. There's nothing better than learning on the job and then getting paid for it. So many companies do that. That's gr- a great bit of advice, Alex. 8477 just texted in. I work in a middle school. I would tell people if they want to go into teaching, definitely try subbing first. It helps you get a realistic view of classroom environment. Oh, sure. Also gives you the tools you need to effectively run your own classroom in the future. So uh, subbing is kind of like an internship, right? Yes. And yeah, pay attention to how the teacher that has maybe been around for a few years is doing what they're doing. You might go, "Mm, I'd probably not do it that way. And then you can plan out your your whole way of teaching. You're probably grabbing a cup of coffee on your way into work right now. What would you recommend if somebody asked you, how do you get into whatever line of work you're going to. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.